Hey guys, this episode we uh, decided to go for two hours, so we decided to split it into two episodes. Um, we had such a great time, we did it on Comic Ground again with Marilyn. Um, this episode does kind of just end without there really being a closing because it is a two-parter. So you get this one now, next one next week. So sit tight guys, hope you enjoy this, and read on. Hi guys, welcome to I Am Comics Podcast, episode 12. Mm. This is Josh Casper, with me is... Yo, this is JJ Kirby, a.k.a. the Bizarre Mumble Jumbo, Kirby Colors, holla your peoples. <laughs> what up, JJ? What up, Josh? Well, today, we're back at it, we're on Comic Ground. It's Wednesday, comic book day. We're trying some new stuff. Yeah, why not? Josh, what, what? Is, this, is this gonna work? I don't know. <laughs> you can blame it all on me if it doesn't. Uh, trust me. And JJ's trust ready. Me. Trust me, I am and will. <laughs> Got receipts. All right, since we are in a comic shop and it is Wednesday, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to talk a little bit about what came out today, but it's mostly of what you want. You would want the reader. A top three picks. Yeah, a top three shelf. picks. Of, That's what that right, is. Right there. What in do the you comics, think? Top three picks in a comic shop, uh, new or old. That's what this is. You know Just what I mean? Something so to pick up and a read. a bunch of new stuff and a bunch of old stuff. So yeah. like, coming in today, what's the top three things a brother would check for? That's what this is. I got you right there, son. You want to go into it or you want me to go into it? Uh, you go into it first. Well, first See off. what you got. First off, I would check for uh, slapstick number one. I know it's a random uh, situation. <laughs> People are like, what? I wouldn't expect that. But for mine, I'm like, slapstick is dope. Yeah, it's um, weird. It's, it was like the idea is that he's a Marvel book. Marvel character, yeah. uh, but he's a living cartoon. Okay. So, so you know the book has to have some humor in it. Yeah. It's gonna be it has to have a certain style. How are they gonna pull that off and make it believable? So, um, off the off the back with the cover. Hey, you got your duck? No, nah, don't worry about that. It's like off the <laughs> off the cuff. You have um, slapstick being like you know colored differently than the background. He, the yeah. background's colored realistic with the cover, and then he's colored like you know kind of more toony. very toony and yeah. bright and colored. So it's like, all right, they're already setting the tone and letting you know the style. So when you flip on the inside, they even go one further. We're like, here's the regular, uh, realistic, uh, uh, believable cartoon drawing artwork. Like but a, then, but like then he's drawing style. Uh, but, but no, 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 but, more, but it's Marvel, so it's like no, yeah, yeah but, but like a realism to it's, it. It's a realism yeah. to it, but it's, it's, it's like it's more. It's like that's why they emphasize him being very flat and cartoony, yeah. which works. So I was like, hmm, and you know, it's gonna be some um, some humor. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be some some styling. Uh, you know it's gonna be like uh, some hardcore action because they do show blood yeah. teeth showing everywhere he kicked it with Deadpool so it's just like you know it's gonna be some crazy antics going on and some hardcore yeah. uh, crazy uh, killing or whatever going on and some humor like I said I think I wanna check for the humor and see if yeah, it's really funny yeah. uh, and not and not dumb I don't want a dumb book so then it's like um, it's very easy to go to like that cartoonish but not be funny right or, right you know, right just, right just to be cartoony to right be. But it's like they have him in here with Spider-Man. They yeah. have him in here with like, you know, a uh, bunch of other characters. Where he's just, in the Marvel world. He's in the Marvel, he's just, you know, in the Marvel universe, you know. <laughs> Even when he's trying to dress in disguise and he has uh, puts on somebody else's outfit, the outfit is drawn realistic with yeah. his cartoony proportions, you know, with his face and hands sticking out, which is like, okay, so I'm, I'm down with the style. And, and me being an art snob, you know, for me to say, yeah. yeah, I'm down with this and I'm down for this ride, that's saying a lot. So, like, you know... Um, it kind of reminds me of uh, that cartoon Freakazoid. Yes, yeah. it does remind me of Freakazoid. Yeah. You know, so, you know, like, I love the writing on Freakazoid yeah. and the art style and everything. So, um, 
they have Quasimodo as a villain. I'm down with that. So they're taking <laughs> other characters that are like obscure yeah. and, and bringing them in. Um, I hope they don't do the thing where they're like, oh, let's let's do slapstick dumb stuff with him. The book is known as the character is slapstick. Yeah. You know we're going we're on we're on board for the ride. But hopefully they don't go overboard you're, and do dumb stuff. You're expecting the kind of cheesiness, but not too cheesy. Right. 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 Don't don't hit him too much on the nose. But I also know that this being one of those uh, characters that kicked it with Deadpool, that got to read his own his to the point where he got his own book. Yeah. You know, it has to be the scenario where the book is funny. It probably has a, a darker undertone yeah. while being masked with lots of comedy and everything. But then has some stuff where uh, at the end they'll give you a twist. Something yeah. unexpected. Whether you think the character's all like, you know, pranks and jokes, but probably do something unexpected yeah. like, you know, like like slit your throat. Well, if you're kicking <laughs> it with Deadpool, then I'm guessing your character is just going to end up being that deadly. <laughs> you know, you're, yeah. you're going to learn a thing or two. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt, no doubt. So, um who I was, are the writers though? Like I was about to say, let me let me let me look and see where they might be at, because you know people used to put the the credits in the beginning. Now they put them in the middle, in the end, everywhere. Know, see, look at this in the back. <laughs> so uh, Riley Brown, Fred Van Linty is the writers. Yeah, Van uh, Linty. Linty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Artist is uh, Diego Ortogunian. What? Or- I don't even that know that Spanish. Spanish. Ortogunian. You said it better. I think it's Ortogulli. Yeah. Uh, Jim Campbell on the coloring, you know. Uh, storyboards, Riley Brown. So he writes it and draws it. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, in storyboards, he's just like, yo, I'm writing this and I have a vision. Yeah. So that means that this will probably have a more cohesive um, storytelling going on. Yeah, it's just the first issue. So it's know, the writer it's, and yeah. the art. He, he's the writer who's doing the storyboards and letting the other artists come in and just flush it out. And everybody can just play their part and get in and get it done. Since since this is like a slapsticky comic and the name is slapstick, how hard how hard or easy do you think it was for him to sell that idea to Marvel? And Marvel, you, like, know, you, know, you know what? I don't know because he was uh, one of the, the one of the characters in Deadpool when Deadpool was doing his a uh, mouth with a murk, a murk with a mouth yeah. series, and he had people that he so was he was hiring. already established. He was, character. Uh, he's been established before that. Okay. Yeah, like he he what, is, what was it? was it um not the new Warriors. Was he like the eighties kind of character or more nineties? Nineties. Nineties. More nineties. Just making like a fucking. A re- like they brought him back out. Yeah. Marvel's probably like, who else can we look through our library and pull out and then um, put back uh, yeah. on, on the shelves for people to check for? And then again, it's this one of that's the, like, the, that's the Marvel like, one that's, now. That's, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. So that's like that's like slapstick, Deadpool. Um, who was it? Uh, Solo. A lot yeah. of these characters are like you know like oh, Solo was an old school Spider Man character. You know, somebody who showed up and it's like the fact that they give him his own book now is because he was with you know Deadpool. So yeah. they try to be like, yo, people check for these scenarios. So they're you know they're they're kind of yeah, established, so but they have a chance to that are like, got right, right, good. right, right, like Lobo, like Lobo, yeah. right. He was only supposed to be like a, a throwaway character, but he was yeah he, he ended up his original a design was not not that fresh, yeah. but the concept of him was cool. Yeah. So like somebody came in and was like yo, literally re envision him and was like we gonna we gonna fresh this out. Yeah, I forgot the writer who did it, but I know Simon Beasley was definitely the artist on that. Is he? Oh, definitely. They like Simon Beasley yeah. was the one who made Lobo a beast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Drew him like hardcore, scratchy, artsy style was yeah. like you know oversized muscles and everything. Like his bad boy kiss rock attitude. Man, yeah, 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 that's that's Simon Beasley. You the know what I mean? Space biker. You know what I mean? The whole the whole like Simon Beasley made him what he was and what yeah. he is because like the, his original design was like. Like somebody designed him like from Jim and the hologram looking stuff. It looked weird. Really? Like his, you gotta you gotta look up his original Lobo's original costume design. It was not that. It, it was like he was meant to be a throwaway character, but I guess yeah, the concept yeah, yeah. was too dope. It's like you know they let go Simon. 
you know, could you put your funk on this? And he was like, yeah, I'm about to put your stank on it. Right. And, and it's like, he's become the Lobo that everybody loves. Yeah. Even when DC tries to change him for the new 52, they come back to the old school Lobo. Yeah, they, they kind of tried to change him. It was him. perfect. It was yeah. just perfect, you know, in his design. Like, like certain costumes are like that. Certain characters are like that. Yeah. You know, don't 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 pull on them too much. Yeah. Like Superman, you don't have to pull on them too much. And they've, they've learned that. Yeah, Harley right. Quinn, don't pull on her too much. Because she is who she is. Yeah. Nightcrawler, don't pull on him they're too much. All, they're who they are. They so are who yeah, they're supposed to be. Don't up. mess with them. So the fact that if you can show a character some love and he's designed well, like Slapstick, yeah, you got to be along for the ride. So the fact that they put him in the world, in a world that's real and believable, like the Marvel Universe, yeah. he's like, like a cartoon character that stands out. It's like, oh, that's butter. You know, it's different. It's something different. And then he's also a character with a twist where he looks all like, you know, Mickey Mouse, he's yeah, all very happy. Innocent, and, but he'll very innocent, but he'll slit your throat. But he's been, he, he kicked it with Deadpool. Yeah. So you know he's gonna like you know do some dangerous stuff. So that's my uh, first book I would pick. The second book I would pick um, is Invincible Iron Man with yeah. uh, Riri Williams. She's the new Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Lionheart, right? Yeah. Well, or Ironheart or is it Ironheart? Ironheart. Yeah, Ironheart. You know, and I'm like, I don't know about that. Like Ironheart, I'm like, it's. It gives it a new identity. It's, it's di- it separates honestly, Iron Man honestly, to like I, I, Iron I, I, Woman. I, I, like, honestly, I will say this: I know that there's Iron Man and there's um, War Machine. <laughs> And then, uh, like, you want to get, like, you know, there's, um, what's up, Rescue, I think, is uh, when, when uh, Pepper, Pepper Potts yeah, puts Pepper her Potts. outfit on. I like yeah. Rescue's name. Rescue is dope. I like that yeah. name. That's, that's a dope name. But um, Ironheart, Iron it's, it's, like, it's just like, are you giving her a heart because she's a girl? Yeah. Are you trying to say, like, you know, the Iron Lung or something? Or Iron, you know, like, it's a, you know, just, I don't understand. You know, she, 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 your heart's that tough. It's, 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 it's like, why'd you name her that? You know, I was cool with her just being the new Iron Man. Yeah. And that's the title that somebody wears when they wear that, you know. Like, like Thor, when like uh, you like, got yeah, a woman yeah, yeah. Thor, it's, like, it wasn't the lady Thor. And I love it that it was, Thor. it was Thor. And yeah. I love that. That's what I'm. That's what that's this progressive thing. Yeah, and I like yeah. that. It's like it's like don't don't do the it's thing where it's like somebody she's takes a girl, so let's put her in pink yeah. or something. I hate that. You know, it's like it's like that's not necessary. It's unnecessary. But um, it's number two. Uh, number one just came out last or last month. Yeah. So uh, you can still jump on now. It's a it's a real good point. But um. I want to say the last issue I bought in the thing was uh, I read it and I was like, oh, I like it. The um, the drama in it, it's like it's believable. Um, Tony disappears, where he he's gone, but he left yeah. her. Uh, left her a suit. Uh, he left her. He left her a package, a present, and the present was like uh, she needed. She's built her own armor, but she oh, needs okay. a. She what she needs is an, is an intelligent AI to help her run it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Tony has, you know, Jarvis. Yeah, yeah. She needs her own. And so that's like some technology that she's smart, but she's like ah, to build the type of technology. You need for that, that. You need Tony Stark money. Right. Yeah. So Tony's last gift to her was like, hey, I'm going to give you an AI that's Tony Stark. Yeah. So he has Jarvis. She oh, has okay. Tony. She has Tony. That's cool. Right. So like when she plugs Tony into yeah. her armor, it's like she can have the voice of Tony Stark in her ear and yeah, blessing her. Yeah. So it's like, okay. So not only that, she's dealing with some drama where it's like she had her uh, stepfather. Yeah. And her mother, who had to who had to deal with her being very smart at an early age, being bored in school because like you know it's not able to yeah it you know keep her in- interested yeah, right yeah. right so it's like they had to learn to um, you know help guide her emotionally yeah you know even when she wants to be out there like you know uh, just in her garage tinkering around doing you know keeping to herself yeah and being an artist I can re- I, I can relate yeah but they're like you know get outside <laughs> make some friends and get out there so she met a girl who became her friend and they became friends. Uh, you know, growing up, and they and they show that through the first issue, and it's like, okay, cool. There's That's there's cool. there's some history. There's something going on. There's yeah. there's some some continuity popping. There's something happening. You know, they're they're telling a story. And I like that. So do you then, feel, do you feel real quick that this like her friend might turn into a villain? No, or, or like they don't do it like that. They don't do it like that because they do it where uh, one day they're at a a park. Yeah, um, I think they're in. 
where are they at? Seattle, Detroit. It's they're somewhere. But it's like um, they're at a, like a, a, a festival or like a picnic in the summer in the park, or whatever. Yeah. Nice summer day and everything. And in the distance, there's some some knuckleheads beefing with each other, you know. And then one of them starts shooting. Okay. Pow, 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 Damn. Right. So uh, everybody starts to run and they scatter. And then um, you find out that uh, Riwi's stepfather, yeah, gets shot. Uh, you find out that her that her I think her I think her uh, her, her friend gets shot too. Damn. So it's just like it's that Riri and her mother, but it's just like they, they established this relationship between her and these people that just got shot, and it seems so natural. It ain't forced or nothing. It's just like oh, that's believable. And yeah. then like she has to deal with the scenario. So then it's like um, so it's just her and her mom now. They're, it's the, her and her mom. The dad now. and the friend died. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it's like you know, and it's like they do the thing where like Riri's so smart. She's like you know, her dad would say I forget what he said specifically. He was like you know, uh, be positive and like have a good day or be creative. Something yeah. very inspirational every time he every time, every time he saw her. Yeah, right. Every time he saw her. And he, she was like, man, I know this, you know. You, she would always call him, you know, that's, that's corny and yeah. you know, whatever. But it's like when he passes away, he gets shot. It's, it's, it's just like it's, it's like, the Uncle Ben factor. It is, it is, it it's, is. Uh, it's you done, know, when great done. power comes, great responsibility. Right, right. And you're like, you shrug it off right, until right. Uncle Ben dies. Right, right. Yeah. And it's, it's like when you said that now, it's like it's like you're right. It is that, and yeah. I didn't get that. And it, it was weaved so well, yeah, that you don't really see that. And I was like, Brian Michael Bendis does an amazing job. Of course, job. It's, it's Bendis, dude. Like Brian Michael Bendis does. Yes, the artwork is dope too. Amazing uh, stuff. Stefano Casali. Oh yeah, Casali. You know, like uh, yeah. I remember him. That guy's a good artist too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, Marty Garcia. Yeah, Marty. It's an amazing colorist. Like, and it's like the combination is is is, is very sweet. So um, she's it's definitely. Nice. It's like it's like passing the torch to uh, the next character without feeling like you. Um, it's like Captain America with um, Falcon. Yes. They didn't like. You know, they called him Captain America. It wasn't the Falcon Captain America. Right, like right, that. right. He still right. had the wings. He still kept the Falcon wings in his Captain America suit. Oh, yes. But, you know, that's the cool thing. It's the same with the Hulk. I guess now is, what is it, the Amazing Hulk? It's Amazing Hulk like and it's Amadeus Cho. Yeah. They just, they're just trying but, to yeah, diversify the, the, guy, the, guy the Marvel changes, Universe, get rid of characters. Name. Like, yeah. hey, Bruce Banner's dead. Like, apparently, with Hawkeye, I mean, there's a new Hawkeye out right now, and it's a Hawkeye girl on the cover. Well, they, like, it's, it's but, 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 so you, you, but they made that yeah. makes sense though. No, yeah, I haven't read the story, but that's what I'm. That's she what called, I was getting she at. She came from the Young Avengers, yeah. And so they they properly established her. It wasn't like oh, it was like when Hawkeye was dead or wasn't around. Yeah. So like there was no Hawkeye. So when they you know she when she picked up the bow and arrow and did her thing, it's like it seemed like it's like natural. Laura with Wolverine. Yes. Like Laura is the new Wolverine. So yes. Wolverine, you know, yes. he died. So, so, so they definitely kept it. Um, you passed the torch. But it's like they did without changing but they also, the name. Really. True, but they also did the story where uh, when Hawkeye does come back, yeah, he confronts her like, "Yo, what's up? Here's my name. What's you got my name? <laughs> using my bow? You know, you trying to like steal my, my whole stick? What's up yeah. with you? You know." And so um, he 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 did the knowledge with her. You know, he was like, hey, "Who are you? And what's going down?" And was like, "You know what? You cool? Yeah, I'll give you this name. I, I'll let you keep the title. You you can run with it. You know, you well, be Hawkeye. I'm gonna be uh, what? Are they at the time with the Ronan." Or they were they going back to Hawkeye? Or, I don't know. Because they were trying to do like the whole like identity thing. Like he yeah, was I, I remember when he yeah he wore like all black kind of thing. Yeah, because I remember that in Secret Invasion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he looked pretty cool. I thought it was like Black Panther with bow and arrows and stuff. He kind of looked like him. Yeah, well, you know, like say it was Ronan. Um, yeah, yeah. Who was a character that uh, what was it? Um, uh, sorry, that's like I want to say Echo. You're welcome. Who was an assassin and Deadpool picked up the outfit first? Yeah. Can I see that uh copy of uh? 
Oh, the Lady Machina? Yeah, like the one I want to read the yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, it's I, it's yeah. um like the same thing. I just want to get it right because I know. What we're saying with Marvel is, can can DC do that? Can you ever get to a point where you have Batman without being Bruce Wayne? Can you just have Dick Grayson or somebody, right, or somebody take over the right, for get, the long haul? Like if you're you not got the right team back. on it, of course you can. Thank you. I'm trying to read the back. If, if like, of course you can. So it's like um, yeah. Why would you think not? Like I said, all these are just the right teams. Yeah. Doing passionate work. Like Brian Michael Bendis had an idea for uh, Riri yeah, Williams yeah, becoming Iron, you know, Iron Man, yeah. or becoming the new one, or being introduced into the Iron Man universe. I, I feel though, like I'm gonna make this done. I'm gonna do it right. Yeah, but I, I feel it's forced. easier for Marvel to do that a lot than DC. Like, I don't, I haven't really seen DC mess with that like how Marvel does. Like Marvel will introduce, you know, like Riri. Yeah. You got Riri right now. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna have like Superman leave, and then you got another Superman. You got a well, different not, Superman, well, not, but well, you don't. Well, well, like, it's, it's the same thing with. See, like, DC has been cleaning up their universe for years. Every time yeah. they do a relaunch, it's them trying all because they had a brilliant idea to like take the underwear off Superman and yeah. get new readers. And, and then it's like because they did that, and they like well, let's just shake up the whole tree and throw a bunch of stuff out. And yeah. so they did. And then once they did that, it became like oh, it's not the same. It's a whole different thing. So they've been trying to clean yeah. it up ever since. They're like, you know, we got to we got to go back sense. to the original uh, theme of things oh, yeah. because uh, that's what people are more familiar with. That's what people prefer. Yeah. You know, that's like Superman like, having a son now where people accept that. Like back in the day, we really wasn't too um, ready for Superman uh, having sex with Lois, yeah. getting pregnant and having a baby because we were like, well, what about the baby? When it, when it kick out, the kick out, of, yeah, of, kick yeah. out of her stomach? I'm like, that's some dumb stuff. You know, no, that's, that's dumb right there. <laughs> that's the passion behind it. That's, yeah, but, that's, that's, the, but that's some fanboy yeah. dumb stuff right it there. Is, it is, it yeah. is. And if, like, yeah, if you entertain that, then it's just, you know, or if people entertain it, that's, that's just dumb to me. But I understand it. Yeah. I really do. I really do. But, um, yeah, like I said, the fact that they reintroduced the old school Superman yeah. and got rid of that 52 Superman, like, you know, because he was too emo and um, made it where he's like, yo, this is uh, the new Superman. Yeah. And he has Lois and they had a baby because they already handled that story as, yeah, a, as yeah, an Elseworld yeah. thing. Yeah, it was already there. So they just, so at the brought, L- it they just brought it back. Yeah. Like, we're going to take that Superman. And then, like, he has his, his kid with him and, like, Lois is with him and it's all yeah. good. And it's like, really? But Marvel seems to, to do it with more, like, original. Like, they create an original character out of it sometimes. Yeah. Most, like, with Falcon, that's a different thing. Falcon was already an established character, but he became Captain America. Well, when they make you... When they it's, it's the same to, thing with Thor, you right, know? Right, when they introduce you to, like, Marvel... Like I, said, I love them both. I yeah, really yeah. do. You know what I mean? I love comics. I love them all. But it's just like, if I'm, if I'm nitpicking, I'm like, yo, Marvel, they just... I don't know. They're just like, how can we make this scene like, like it came off the street? Like, yeah. it's real. While DC's like, we got to tell this story because it's like, we're, we're telling an ideal. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, Superman's an ideal. You know, Aquaman's an ideal. These are ideal characters. Like, Wolverine is just like, he's he's Logan. He's yeah, Wolverine. He's, he's on the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. Storm, she's on the street. Captain America, he's on the street. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, um, Green Lantern's in outer space. Yeah. Wonder Woman's on a mystical island. You know, it's just like these ideals of these perfect characters. So when they introduce real-world characters, you kind of be like, 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 that's where Stan Lee was like, great at it. They don't, f- yeah, yeah. Like, he he was able to just introduce them to the streets and stuff. And like DC was always more gods, yeah, more um, like isolation. You know, like, yeah. like they just had their places to go. Mm-hmm. Marvel was like, you could find Peter Parker on the bus, but you're not gonna know he's Spider-Man. But you can see him on the bus. You can find like anybody on the street. Yeah, I feel like the Spider-Man, or, like Marvel characters have to deal with real-world problems. Yeah. 
DC characters don't have to deal with real world problems as much. They have to deal with like their own problems. You yeah, know, yeah. they only deal with like real world problems when it's a big event. Right, yeah, right. They, but they, they save but, it. But that's their, that's their thing. That's what they that's what they're known for. And that's what they you know that's that's how they do what they do. Yeah. But like I said, the introduction of uh, Riri Williams into the Marvel universe I like because she's not she's never feel forced. To me, like it's like, an easy transition. It's an easy transition, yeah. and you know, like Tony disappeared. Like, is he dead? No, he's just he's out the picture. Where that's the that's the whole mystery yeah. with him. So it's giving her time to, <coughs> excuse me, to tell the story, to tell us to, to, to establish herself, yeah, and cement herself properly. So I'm, I'm on board for that. Yeah. Now, now her armor, um, it still looks look like at, Iron Man. Kind it looks of. like like a female Iron Man costume, and you know, yeah, that's just the cover. Like inside yeah. the book, she had her own bulky like. You know, Iron Iron Man esque armor, but yeah. on the cover, you can tell where they're gonna take her. They're gonna put her in some like more feminine type armor, and it's kind but of it's like same, it's the same thing with Rescue. Rescue also has a more feminine. I like, type but armor. but but I like Rescue's better because it's definitely. Um, well, Rescue looks. It, it's like it's feminine. You know it is. Yeah. It, it, it's got the, the boobs. It's got the yeah, hips. It's, got, it has all it's, that. it's built to be feminine. This this one is is not it's it's not as sexualized. Maybe from I'm looking at the cover too. You would, it's not as sexualized, and I'm like. And part of me is like, I understand that. So I'm at the, I'm at the, at the precipice where yeah. I'm like, are you going to go either more feminine or are you going to keep it like, you know, unisex? And I need to know. It's kind of like for like all the gamers, it's like how Metroid. Yeah, you know, no, how, I know. Oh, it was Metroid you, you got to let me know. And then Samus is like, you, you're, you're like, oh, that's a woman? You know, yeah, I know, like, I know. It's the shock. It's, it's, yeah. You got to let me know. So right now, it's like with the covers, it's kind of ambiguous and I don't like that. Yeah. That's the only thing I don't like. I'm like, I, I need to know if it's going to be this or that so I can go and ride with but then, it. But that goes again to like what we talked about a little bit earlier was how this uh, deceiving a cover is from the actual inside of it. So, you know. Oh, it, well, that's that's marketing. You got to, you, you do that so you can get people in. I would like this. If you can't afford to do, have Alex, Alex Ross. Yeah. Draw and paint the whole interior. Do uh. you have him do a cover? That's the next best thing. And then, yeah. then, then you find somebody else who can like, you know, uh, draw, um, but then it the best they can messes with some for what your like budget that. is. Yeah. And get her done. And that's just what it is. You know what I mean? That's why there are people like Alex Ross who do covers. He can, yeah. He's clearly capable of doing the interior. Be like, I get paid this much to do a cover. I'm sure it's a Pay lot. me. I'm good. You know what I mean? Adam Hughes, same thing. He's yeah. like, I get paid this much to do a cover. I'm going to knock them out and make them ex- spectacular. Because all you have to do is focus on that cover. Yeah, they're at a point, though, now where they can do, like, if they do a full book, it, again, it's a passion project. Something they believe yeah. in. Like, he, you know, he did Archie. Yeah. Or Betty and Veronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so it's something yeah. he was passionate about. It's, yeah. it's, if Alex Ross feels very passionate about something, then I'm pretty sure he'll be willing to take a cut of the money or something. I don't know. But probably, I'm, he, he doesn't need it. That man can draw like on a napkin and sell it for like three grand. I'm sure he's done it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure he's done it. Right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the new uh, Invincible Iron Man, who starring Riri Williams as issue number two, is one of my, my second picks for being in the, sh- in the shop today, checking for everything. What's your third? My third one is uh, Lady Mechanica from Joe Benitez. He's a, a, a homie of mine. He was an ex-alumni um, or ex- uh, old school alumni of Top Cow Comics. He did Weapon Zero back in the day. Okay. Um, uh, Witchblade, amongst other stuff. Oh, Witchblade? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, he, uh, he um, has a unique style that I, I definitely love and respect. Uh, yeah. Very, very, very chill. My dude, he's Mexican, so I know you can relate to him. <laughs> um, or the La Raza. <laughs> and then, uh, like I said, the, the book is um, it was a character he came up with back in the day. Yeah. And um, 
Because like back when um, Steampunk was just now getting hot, yeah, he came out with Lady Mechanica. Th- that's why, like, because the cover is very, is very, um, it's very steampunkish. Day of the Dead. Yeah. So you, and it that's goes the, with the name, yeah. Lady Mechanica. Yeah. You know, it's it's very machine. Very, it's, very. It's, it's, it's an awesome cover. He likes to mix uh, machinery with sexual, like you know, like 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 beautiful women. Kind of like, like Geiger. You know, like, very Geiger. Yeah, very good. Geiger. Very Geiger. Very Amuka. Yeah. Um, like I say, his covers are very um, designy, yeah, very artsy, but it's just like, but but still raw, very very oh, gritty. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Still have still have a, they have an elegance and a grit to them that's that, that's unique, unique to him. Even like the wings, they're very they're mechanical, right? Yeah. They're, yeah. Well, I think they're... the thing the thing now is like he used to be inked by uh, uh, um, Top Cow alumni inker Joe Wings. Yeah. Big up to Joe, but uh, I know that the process would take too long for the quality of art they were used to putting out okay so now he just scans in the pencils yeah raw because the technology has changed yeah so that's why the pencil like the feathers on the on the uh the wings are very like you know kind of rough yeah you can see it yeah the pencil yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, I, but it's still I, but it's, i think that's cool like uh, right it look good okay there it is. Like, all right this it's, guy. it's a it's an added detail that's yeah. like it's, it's it's fake detail but it's detail i ain't trying to tell you tricks joe but yeah. you know I'll, now i'll keep it real <laughs> so um yeah, like I said, he likes you know he's very very hardcore rock and roll like skulls and stuff like yeah. that. And it's like he does ep- episodic arcs with the book, so it's like it'd be like a uh, three issues or four issues. It's uh, one episode. Okay, then the next cool. series would be like uh, three issues of a story arc, but it's a continuation you, you of her. It'd be possible could, to have like one issue be one episode, like if it was short enough or like. That's cool. It's better than yeah. like, the, like the regular story arc where each six issues is always a new story arc. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That yeah. gives it a new twist. Yeah, it yeah, 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 it, yeah, like yeah. Fresh. It's, it's, it's like, cool. It's the same thing I wanted to do uh, with my book where um, what I'm working on where it's like I, I'm, I'm going to do episodic art. So like here's yeah. the first three issues, then I'm going to do the next four issues, and, it's, and it's, each, yeah. each, each one will be the continuation, but it's their self-contained stories, um, but the continuation of this character. So Lady Mechanica... Um, what she's about is uh, let's say I'm reading it's like he, 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 he and on the back of each issue he he, he um, tightens in a nice package what what surmises what she's about so it's like uh, the tabloids dubbed her Lady Mechanica uh, the sole survivor of a mad scientist horrific experiments which left her with uh, mecha- mechanical limbs having no memory of her co- captivity of her former life uh, Mechanica eventually built a new life for herself as a private investigator using her unique ability to solve cases and proper authorities proper authorities couldn't or wouldn't hand, handle but she never stopped searching for the answers to her own past right. set in a fictionalized steampunk world uh, turn of the century England a uh, time when magic and superstition clash with new scientific discoveries and in- inventions Lady Mechanica is about a young woman's search for her own identity as she solves other mysteries involving science and the supernatural alright get it in but it's like um, yeah like I said episodic arcs this one is the um, the, the Day of the Dead De La Morta uh, storyline and this is the is the bottom is that the name yeah of that's, that's it yeah, with the, uh, La, La, La Dama de la Muerte see you say it's way like more elegant than Lady I Lady Death yeah right, and this is issue number three. So the numbers on this of this oh, okay. of this of this story, he always works the number into his, his cover art or whatever. He doesn't necessarily uh, put it on there like oh, obviously like here's a number three, you know. Yeah, it's pretty cool the way he did it. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That. And it's like he he self published. It's not through Image, Dark Horse, Marvel, M, you know, DC or any of those. He does his own. <coughs> um, it's colored by. Uh, Mike Garcia, Peter Stagawall, and Beth Sotelo. They're all uh, Aspen alumni, I want to say, yeah. you know, Mike Turner's company. Um, he pencils, Joe Benitez pencils the book with Martin uh, Montiel. 
Montel. That's how you say his name? Montiel. Montiel. All right. You know what I mean? I got one to do proper justice to it. (laughs) So, like, he tells the story uh, with uh, M.M. Chin. Yeah. And it's, it's lettered by... Mike Heisler. Now, Mike Heisler is a, is a, is a Wildstorm alumni also. Yeah. Oh, he, lettering, writing, um, like he he lettered in um, DC. I think like like comics before and everything. Like yeah. he's he's a, he's 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 dope, amazing. One of the like a letterer in, yeah. in the industry, dope. Brings it down to an art form. Breaks it down to an art form. You know what I mean? I think those guys get like little credit, man. They do, and it's an art form to it, and it's just like like it's different. It's, it makes a difference where you place yeah. the word balloons. Yeah, at. the way you read them and the way they look. Like sometimes it's, I've it's, been turned off by the way they look. I'm like, right, no, thank right, you. right, it's right. Like, yeah. like I said, some people space them out. Some people try to flush them all on one side yeah. or the other. Um, I like I wanted to do the thing where I like I knock the opacity out a little bit and like you know ghost it a little bit where it's yeah. like it's it's a part of the art and not you can still see it. You know, but lettering plays a big part. But um, he definitely. Have have, a, have have they gave it justice? Yeah. The team is hooked up um, on this book, and it's like it's a consistent read. It's a consistent thing. So it's like uh, it's the same art. They don't have guest artists coming in and changing up the flow. You know, it's like it's like it's like Invincible, where you get the same writer, same artist, same team making it happen yeah. every time it comes out, <clears> and that's what this issue. is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like that's why you know I love it because uh, I'm glad to see my dude doing something. Yeah, being consistent with it and putting it out there, staying inspirational. And uh, like I said, I, I enjoy the read. I enjoy the character because the mystery of like you know, what's up with her origin? What's up with her past? It's, that, it's like Wolverine. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. before they told everything about yeah, before him. Before they ruined it all. <laughs> right. So now it's like it's like they were like you don't know everything about her. Yeah. So they can he can breadcrumb you. Yeah. And you can enjoy the ride and be like, ooh, a little little information here, a little information there. And every time he tells the story, he gives you a little something. So and like I said, being Mexican. Uh, the Day of the Dead, the De La Morta uh, storyline. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's very, it's like, for my eyes, kind of informative. I'm like, oh, this is what this is. You know, from this perspective, it's unique. That's like doing but, a book with black people, black, black people, doing black, black, it's like black on black on black. I'm like, yeah. it could be overload sometimes, but when done right, it's, it's like informative. So yeah. this is done right. And I'm like, all right, I feel this. I feel this. Especially because, you know, it's all like Aztec stuff. So yeah. it's like, you know, the Muerta, but it like pops the colors, the mm-hmm. gold, like all. Mm-hmm. The pages mm-hmm. are just very, they're nice. They very. pop. And like I said, from your standpoint, uh, being, being Mexican descent, it's just like, you know, if you didn't know about Lady Mechanica, then you definitely need to be supporting your dude. Yeah. You know, and be like, yo, what's happening? Um, because. And that's her. It's right dope. There? Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, like, she, it's like, every, and it's like every time, like, that's his, that's Joe Benitez's design sense. Yeah. When he does a character, or he, you know, he, when he's drawing something, he that has an artistic flair, designy, sexy, you know, steampunky, forward-thinking flair yeah. to it. You know what I mean? So he'll take a character and put on like, you know, makeup on them and give them this stark, stark design. Yeah. Like, like, like this lady Mechanica with like, like a Aztec, you know, demon-looking. Uh, she looks like one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. You know what I mean? But it's done where it's, it's like done yeah, well. It looks, it looks badass, though. Very badass, you know? So it's just like, if you're not knowing about Lady Mechanica, you need to check for it. Support your dude. Uh, like say, like that, like the last like scene of her in the, in the woods with, yeah. the, with, the camp, with the firelight on her. Yeah, that looks, that looks That's nice. the colorist. That's, that's, that's like Bessatello, uh, Peter Staggerwall. That's like, like Mark Garcia. So like the yeah. team is dream. So definitely check for uh, Lady Mechanica. It's a good it, independent book. Dude. Like it's... If you're not knowing, yeah. you better do the knowledge. And those are my three picks. So, yeah. Slapstick, Invincible Iron Man, and Lady Mechanica. Bam. The good choices. So, what you I got? I feel like picking up the Mechanica. Mechanica. Yeah, yeah like, you should. You should. It's nice. It's, hey. Yeah, if you're not knowing. You, like, you sold me on it. You know what I mean? It's like telling you telling you about a, something passionately like yeah. that. Because that's I feel that way. But I'm like, I know that my dude is definitely like, 
to to be able to put out a comic book regularly yeah. is a lot of work. Especially if it's yourself. And of quality, if, if I know. If it's like independent. Like right. It's, and of it's quality. Him, it's him check, taking them out. So it's Make, not like Image. It's not dope, Boom. Nobody's dope, helping him. Dope, dope, dope. It's all that. Yeah. So so uh, those are my three picks. And I know that we have Marilyn with us. And um, I know that we are trying to not mess up her uh, flow in, in the right. store. But uh, we asked her to pick her favorite something in here to talk about. So she has one book to pick out. What would she talk about? Put it in the middle of us. That's we. Yeah. Just stick up. Walk so up to the on, mic Mary, a little. Step to the mic. You know what this is. I'm here. <laughs> so what's your uh, pick? Uh... Uh, the book I'm looking forward to this week is probably checking out the new Gamora title. Ooh, talk about um, it. Talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's got a great looking cover by Esad Ribic. Yeah. Esad uh, Ribic. Yeah. Inside looks pretty good, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, in the Guardians movie, Gamora seems yeah. kind of tame, and and I'm. She's supposed to be a badass yeah, in yeah, a comic she book, is. so she is, I'm a little shocked that, I don't know, maybe they're, maybe she's holding back in the movie and then yeah. she's going to like surprise us later with something, uh, but I was a little shocked and disappointed that like she kind of needed help. I think they and, gave all that thunder to Drax. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they took some from Gamora. And I'm like, they can't do that. So I want I'm looking forward to reading more uh, about her in yeah. the series, and then of course, the art looks pretty good, so... Oh yeah, kind of like not JJ, bad. Mm. Our horse. <laughs> ah, get yeah. it, girl, get it, girl. If, if something looks good. I don't know. <laughs> no doubt. Well, That's the a... the cover artist, uh, Isan Rubik, w- one of the greatest I think artists ever. Like I love He's his dope. books. He's dope. His art to me is like Jerome Pena's. It's just like I mm. freaking love that art. That, yeah. That's what I mean by like the realism yeah. that a comic can capture. Yeah. It's like that Alex Ross ish kind of yeah. style. Like that believability. Go no wrong still with had that. the style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Alex Ross was like when he first came in, people were like, oh, that's, that's what comics look like if they were real. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's his interpretation of a realistic style. I feel you. You know what I mean? Like he gets up in there and does photo reference and be like, yeah, this is what uh, somebody looks like in wet leather or regular leather or cotton. He thinks of that. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, what's the material made out of? Isad Rubik is a. Uh, when I look at his stuff, it's like so solid but so stylized. Yeah. When he first came on, I had to get used to his facial features and everything. I had to, like, but it's like once I once it clicked, I was like, this guy is is a genius. Love the vascularity in his, in his Thor's when yeah. he draws them and everything. I love like his uh, uh, separation of materials and like how how he's not afraid to capture uh, an expression or emotion. You know. Um, when somebody's shouting, when somebody's feeling yeah. something, he's he's not he's not gonna draw you a static, regular old shot of something. He's like, nah, brother. It's, 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 it's pretty much it's, when you can draw Doctor Doom and draw the emotion, but the man is wearing a mask. You're a freaking great artist. Mm. Like you can't see Doom's face, but you know if he's like sad, mad, or whatever. Like it's it's that kind of like yeah, you know, he puts like, a little a little expression in it. Yeah. So like for the her um him doing covers for Gamora, I can feel it because he gives him he gives her that right amount of uh. Attractiveness, but still like you know, like 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 hardcoreness, yeah. like you know, like you know, not necessarily over sexualizedness. I, I, you know, which well, he did um, what Secret she Wars? Strong. The she looks strong. The Secret Wars that just came out. He yeah. was the artist on that whole run. Okay. Um, my favorite run that he did was. It was Thor, God mm. of Thunder, mm. with the three Thors. Oh, yeah. The young yeah. Thor, the Thor now, and the old Thor. Yeah. That uh, was amazing art. Gore the God Butcher is like one of the greatest story arcs right. like I've ever read in Thor. I was yeah, like, hardcore. one of the greatest characters. But yeah, that whole run was amazing. I loved it. It, it, it led up to the new Thor, mm-hmm. which we still won't tell you in case you people reading it. Because oh, yeah. well, <laughs> everybody, everybody knows by now, I'm sure. But it's a cool little, like, it's a surprise. Like, when I read it, I was like, oh, shit. It's her. That's awesome. Even though I already kind of expected it to be her, it was still cool at the end and when you got it. Okay. Right, right. 
Okay, I ain't mad at that. I know that um, when I it's like when I, I I didn't know who she was, and then like uh, when they when they when they when it had to be her, I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, it was like a great way to reintroduce her. You want it to be her, but then at the same time you're like, if it's not her, then the list that he had, I was like, all right, I'm down with any of them being the new Thor. But, but when what, it came out to yeah, the one that it was, I was yeah. like, oh, I was way behind it. Made, it. I was like, oh, like, hell yeah. And it's great writing where you can make your customers, make your readers feel something, make yeah. them pick a side, make them have to get down with something. So like, uh, I, I will say this, the new Gamora, I, hopefully, uh, I'm going to check for it too. And um, it makes you feel her. Because I know she's supposed to be the daughter of Thanos. Yeah. And she's supposed to be like the most dangerous woman in the Marvel Universe. And so it's like, okay, it's, so she should be able to just you know, whoop up anybody. Pretty so much. That, so that's that's that they have their set. She's strong. She's alien, whatever. And, yeah. she, and like at the, at right now, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which she's a team member of, is stuck on Earth. So they're grounded. They're okay. on Earth. She's an alien on Earth, having to deal with Earth now. Yeah. So I'm like, what kind of uh, insanity can can go from there? Right. I don't know. But that's what that's what it's gonna be about. But it's like also knowing that uh, I think. I don't know if Thanos is on the planet Earth or the the off Earth now either. He also but, has his own run right now too. He does. The second I, issue came out today. Right, right, right. I'm like I have to check for that uh, to see what the deal is. But like if they're all on Earth, it's like ooh, what's going to happen? If are they going to play up that or not? Is it like yeah. what are they writing about Gamora? Like you know, like how are they going to flush her out? Because like I know Drax, the Destroyer, and uh, Gamora being on the same team, it's like Drax is very uh, like they had like he's super strong yeah. he's supposed to be ridiculously strong and the new version of him is like he's not as strong so then it's like you know Gamora's supposed to be like the deadliest fighter and strong but it's like they don't really like play her up for that but then yeah. they just they're just supposed to be like you know just badass and I'm like I'd rather see something where you know Gamora has to go against like some giant alien you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah. like something that's like really ridiculous and she's such a, a crazy fighter that it's like she whoops him up and I'd rather see something like uh, Drax having to lift, lift something really strong yeah. or lift it really heavy and then like to show how strong he is to separate them too. You know what I mean? They, they're they, both, they they're kind of, both super fighters. They kind of do that in um, Annihil- Annihilation. Yeah. Annihilation ones. Yeah. Where like you see Gamora just whooping ass. Yeah. She's just doing it. And yeah. then Drax also. There's that one part where he uh, there's a page where he just like sacrifices himself for everybody mm-hmm. and he lets all of Annihilus's wave come through mm. and he just jumps at them with two knives and yeah. then like that's the whole page and yeah. they're like whoa like yeah. that is Drax like, he's yeah. gonna fuck yeah. them all he, up he's like, you know he's not gonna die like right. he's gonna whoop ass right right and then Gamora is is different but the same right they're both warriors but it's like I wanna see her, I wanna see the is, odds is more against, smooth I guess I wanna see yeah. the odds against Drax yeah being catered to him but being really Overwhelming, yeah, and I want to see the odds against her being overwhelming too, but something that she can handle, you know what I mean. And both of them can handle it, but it's yeah. just like I don't want to see her having to. Oh, nothing stereotypical. Like I said, she should be able to walk. I, in I just any don't scenario. want to see her fight weaker people that we already know she's gonna beat in a freaking yeah. instant. Yeah. I want to see her go toe to toe with the Hulk. Why not with a fucking Thor? Why not? Maybe even Spider Man, you know, or Punisher. You could do so where Punisher's uh, just a crazy fucker oh, and just like fighting unique, everybody. But I will say this: Gamora has a unique scenario where she's a, uh, a D-list character yeah. that they've definitely given more uh, pub to, oh, put yeah. her in a movie, and made it where she's supposed to be like amazing now, and everybody wants to know who she is. Like she's supposed to be iconic now as Amer- Captain America or yeah, Superman. Yeah, pretty much. So it's just like make me feel that. Give me something from her that's like unique. Tell me why she should Tell be me iconic. Why, why, should I, why should I be riding with her? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because like, if she's dope. 
then like you know, then let me let me let me say yeah, she's dope. Yeah, yeah. And not just be like uh, in the Marvel universe that she's dope. She can you know be dangerous. But then then again, it is the first issue, so we really won't know pick anything it up. until pick it up, you know. Pick it up. Like I said, I'm curious to see what she, what they doing to her. That's like that's like yeah. having um, John Byrne on She-Hulk back in the day yeah. when he when he got on that it was like she's about to break the fourth wall she's uh, about to be sexy she's about to go create the adventure she's not like the Hulk yeah. you know she dresses in, in, in amazing outfits she's still a lawyer She it just he, he humanized her made her funny and made her unique you know what I mean yeah. made me want to be like that She-Hulk okay nobody else is like her she's in, she's not just the Hulk get mad smash things you know so yeah. Gamora needs to be like I'm Gamora. Like, is she is how feminine is she? How masculine is she? How alien is she? How, how, it's, how yeah, earthbound you is gotta, she? Yeah, you gotta it's put everything in like a and the only thing, like I said, her, pile, back, you know? her backstory is knowing that her father is Thanos. Yeah. So it's like if her father is Thanos, then it's like you know how does she is she like well you know I don't like him either, which I don't think I don't think she likes him either. No, yeah, she she tries to kill him too. Right, right, but it's just like you know like but you, yeah you could is that enough for me you, to be you, riding with her? You could she play you could play on the like Earth thing where like people are like oh she's Thanos' daughter that she well, must be me, or whatever. Just but. give me something I can relate to. Yeah, like, like James, uh, <laughs> the new Thor. Yeah, you just ruined it now. <laughs> right. The new Thor having cancer. When she changes back to her human form and just dealing yeah. with it, you know, the chemo and everything, but then changing back into Thor when she needs to be Thor. Yeah. And it's like it takes away all that chemo. The, ma- the, the magic makes it worse right, every right. time. But it's like she can easily go get it fixed when yeah. she goes to Asgard, but she's like, nah, I'm going to deal with this being human yeah. on Earth. It's just like, it's interesting. It's kind of crazy. It's just like different. It's like, girl, you can get yourself cured, and then why? Right. Don't you, but why don't you do it? She knew that there would be consequences. Yeah, that's her thing. Is there's yeah. always a price to pay with magic, and it's like yeah. I, well, I be guess. The consequences though. They it's don't know that. Something worse. So that's what. She's well, like, 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 something worse than death. Like Asgard herpes. Well, because there's a possibility that she could survive this without that, and then the right. cons- there won't be those consequences. Right. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. It makes sense, but then the fact is too, like she has to put on Thor, like the costume now, because like it just calls to her, and she knows that if she doesn't, bad shit's gonna happen. Like if if something's happening, she can prevent it. With she's like, okay, great responsibility. Yeah. Even though like, knowing gotta, knowing gotta, it's killing you, so that's the thing is like, well, she, she, that's why we love Jane. It's like we're just gonna say Jane Foster. Yeah, she's she's Thor. She's like that's th- that's why we love her though because she's, she's a ride or die chick. She knows that if the more she uses Thor or the more she uses the hammer, she's getting worse. But she knows that she has to do it to help out people. She's so, going to pay that price to be like, hear me, whatever I got to deal with. Yeah. That's why she was worthy enough to, to pick it yeah, up. Pretty, yeah, that's why she got the hammer. She became worthy. Bam. And I like her run. Like, I've read I've read the run. The art looks dope. I, I, I love the artist's name, I just haven't. I love the art on that. I, just, like, I know it's Jason Aaron is the writer. He's okay. been writing Thor for I don't know how long some now. crazy stuff with it. Like, I'm yeah. a Walt Simonson fan, you know, when it comes to Thor. So yeah. I'm old school. So it's like, all right, you doing this new freaky stuff? Like completely no, different. yeah, no. He's like, right, he, right. he he changed the game on Thor yeah, for me, dude. Like with with Gore the God Butcher. Like, oh, dude, that is like the greatest villain. I like. They should include that guy in the freaking Thor movies. Mm. Like that should be they the was, new like, they had like the God of Bombs and, the, and, and yeah, they were all they were all gods. And Gore was just going around killing all the gods. Who was writing that? That was Jason Aaron. He was trying to introduce and that was new and that was a uh, so new Saad gods. Uh, yeah, he was the artist. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, but they're trying to introduce new gods and new lore into it was it was it was new but like old because like the power that Gore had was a very old power yeah but it was just a new character and new all that like yeah that was the cool thing that's that's genius I'm cool with that like the celestial stuff I'm the god of spoons yeah right and forks it's like whoa where's I get I I get to eat because of you big up 
You know, that's large right there. So like that's creative writing. That's somebody coming in like I got something new I want to do. Check for me. Bam. It's like big. All up. right. Now moving on is um, your turn, Josh. Now who's my your, turn for my three. three. Um, this one I can't freaking say good like enough good things about man. Just, I just, freaking feel, love this make me feel saga. Okay. You need to pick this up. Everybody Why? needs Why? to pick this up. Why? Okay, art. Fiona Staples, written by Brian K. Vaughn, one of the, one of the, one one of the greatest like writers, dude. Why the Last Man? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an amazing story. <coughs> you people need to check it out. Paper Girls, she's he's doing, he's doing Paper Girls now. She's a Wild Storm alumni. I'm familiar with her. You and know? then you got what Letters and Design by Phonographics. Mm-hmm. And then Eric Stephenson. Eric Stephenson. Stevenson. Yeah. yeah, he's the coordinator. Okay. But it's um, it's at issue 39 now, but it's just an amazing story about two just per- people that live on different planets but those planets are at odds with each other so mm-hmm. there's always war okay there's always war and Some it's beef. yeah one of them is like a, a fairy race okay. and the other race is like a uh, freaking ram okay so they they're just killing each other mm-hmm. and they, they have magic and like it's just it's a crazy it's a novella okay <laughs> it's just a very dramatic but awesome Freaking novella. story, yeah. It's, it's just a novella, but it's set in space, and I love me some space oddities. I yeah. love all that. Like it's it. the the art. Like I said, Fiona Staples is an amazing artist. Her her stuff is just like no, just, she's, just check she's, it out. She's definitely it's, progressed uh, from where uh, she was to where yeah. she's at now. And like she hasn't changed. She hasn't changed much. She was a little just a little rawer, a little rougher. Yeah. She, she did the uh, Jack Hawksmore uh, miniseries for Wildstorm, which was a authority spinoff. Okay, so. Um, and it was like the Jack Hawksmore origin of, yeah. um, of uh, you know, origin story. Yeah. So it's cool. So Fiona Staples was the artist on it. They yeah. uh, gave her a shot, and she she's been beating it down ever since. So the oh, fact it's, that and it's right made now, by Image too. So, so, who, so who, who who's writing this? Brian K. Vaughn. Brian K. Vaughn. See, he hooking up with a big name writer. Yeah. And just writing it out, and I think she's all digital now too. I don't think she's old school where she like used pencil and paper. No yeah, more, so like yeah, she got her style down. Most of that, yeah, but like the story is basically those two, those two people that aren't supposed to be together meet. One of them, Mark, his name is Mark, and um, ah, fuck, I forget the name of yeah. of the woman. Uh, yeah, Marco oh. and Alana. There we go. Um, I read it too. Oh, Marilyn's up on this too. There you yeah, go. You I see? I like it. It's good. Okay, I so try to get everybody to read it. Okay, that's another. That's a, so that's the second pick for you. Yes, that's right. And there okay. you go, yeah. Marilyn. Yeah. Second pick. See, see, see. y'all can tag team on <laughs> this. He already, he already picked it first, so <laughs> you can tag team and support him. <laughs> right? That's just, that's just double We're duty. Just showing him more love. I would like this. That's just like, yo, I'm gonna give you two votes. I'm yeah. Like, oh, cool. But then, like, to, to carry on with the story, it's um, it's amazing because Marco is a. POW mm-hmm. and Elena is the soldier so you know they end up falling in love they run away together they end up having a baby which is a big no-no it's not supposed to happen because yeah but it's like they didn't know that those two species can make babies mm-hmm. so like oh they made an abomination but they made like a cute little girl right. so now they're trying to escape their planet to go somewhere safe and then you got like the Marco's army chasing after him and Elena's army chasing after him and then you got the robot king mm. which uh, I love the robot kings dude they're just Big robots with old school TV heads. The dad, yeah, we're talking about uh, the the dad is just a big screen. Like his head is just a big screen TV mm-hmm. with a little body. Yeah, it's it's crazy art, dude. Like it's it's an amazing series. Like you just need to pick it up. You give it a chance. Okay. It's yeah. You you. Second or third dad. Yeah. You yeah, see, we got we got another. 
I know uh, my homie Oliver known we be picking it up too, so I'm like, eh, I gotta read it, and it's in trades now, so I can just sit down and just yeah, and poop with it. Cool. Yeah, dude, you'll you'll love it. Like, trust me, you you're gonna read it, and you're gonna be like, oh my god, dude, why didn't I not pick this up earlier? It's okay. it's amazing. All right, pick? my second pick. This one I really don't know that much about. I'm not gonna lie, I got it because of the cover, but it's Deadlock, Deathlock. Um, I've heard of him and I know of him from reading the Uncanny X Force with Rick Remender when he read it, mm-hmm. when he wrote it. Mm-hmm. But I just ne- never really, I he's never really read Deathlock. He's you know? an old school Marvel character. He's been around for a while. And this you know? is just the, the like, cover like is a black, amazing. Black, black character. And it came out with 89. That they melted his face off. <laughs> and, and, and put all kind of metal and like, you know armor on him in his future tech. So the thing about him is that he's... um, well, He was a... He's, he's supposed to be like the like from the future coming back to the past, eliminating threats. Okay. You know, and so the thing is like a like a perfect access and that's merged yeah. with uh, technology, um, and the technology keeps him in line, helps him, you know, tells him, you know, you know what he needs to be doing, what his agendas yeah. are, and everything like that. Like they did Deathlock in the Ages of Shield. Uh, TV show. Not oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, was it wasn't the same. It was, yeah. like, it was whatever. Yeah. But like, just looking at this, like the art, like it, it came out in '89. Like it says. No, it was right back there. in the day. Like the yeah, cover this, was this drawn by old. Joe, painted by Joe Juskul. Joe Just. The Joe writers Juskul. Dwayne McDuffie. Yeah. George Dwayne Wright. McDuffie wrote that. Yeah, Dwayne McDuffie. Do you know who Dwayne McDuffie is? The, like I, I've heard of. I've heard of the name. Uh, writer, uh, writer yeah, for yeah. animation. Yeah. For of um, um, JLA and everything like that on TV. He was the reason okay. why Wonder Woman and Batman uh, were in a relationship. Brother. The brother man. Oh yeah, that's what we were talking about last yeah, week. Brother man, yeah, 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 brother man is definitely a, a beast in the industry. He passed away. Uh, rest in peace. But it's like um, Wayne Duffy. So, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. He, he was one. He was one of the people from like yeah, right, right, right. So he was one of the uh, cats that was definitely hard. He wrote hardware for uh, milestone comics and stuff like that. One of, one of, back when the black black dudes was like, we need to do our own series. We need to do our own stuff. He was like, let's go do this. Yeah. He he's been a beast in the industry forever. Like like. But then we also got to give credit to the penciler, Jackson Geis. Jackson Geis is great. Like the art in here is just amazing. It's very 80s, but it's very awesome. No, no, very, very solid. Yeah, I love it. It's yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, Inker, he was. Inker, you got Scott Williams. Scott Williams was inking this book too, like Jim oh. Lee. Richard Starking, Richard Starking, letter, Elephant Man. Yeah, I mean, that's all. Yeah, that's all you got. The man is a legend. That's why it's cool to go back to the uh, older issues. Yeah, you recognize some of yeah, these names. Yeah, you recognize these names because that, there's that true you history. Now read. There's true, real history. Yeah. with reading a comic book and not just uh, history with uh, what's what this character's doing. Yeah, it's like yo, who did what during that time period? What was this book going through or this industry was going through during that time? It, yeah. It, it, it even goes back to like what the writer was thinking at that time, what you know, because of the stuff they put out. So it's writers, just, it, yeah. Everybody's going through this scenario. It's like I said, the fact that Scott Williams, uh, before he was famous with uh, Jim Lee, but the fact that everybody, if you don't know, Scott Williams is like one of the premier inkers in the industry. Yeah. And like who's, who tag teams with Jim Lee, like regularly. That's yeah. that's his bread and butter. But before that, it was like he was hooking up with Jackson guys, uh, Will Spatashio, just different peoples back in the day. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. It's a great. But I I, I want to got you curious up. though. That character's got you open. The book got you open and curious. So like coming to a shop and able to like just touch it and see it got you open. That, that's that's cover. different. That's different than the digital part because the digital part is I would have to specifically look for it or mm-hmm. I would have to go through like the freaking massive amount of library that Comicsology has just to it look be for overwhelming. that. And then they probably don't even have that there. Exactly. So like the cool thing is you know you're in the shop you're just walking around you see those issues that just 
pop to it your eye. You, it gives you the chance. And you, you to don't go know any history about it. You don't know anything. You pick it up, and then there you go. You that's why they got long that's boxes. Why, Josh, that's why you come over to the Prince. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's what I was telling. That's what I was telling JJ. I'm like, I'm, I feel more like I'm gonna buy me some prints, but like the digital side, I will still buy digital comics just because I have. I've invested so much into it already, mm-hmm. and it's the time, mm-hmm. and it's just. It's uh, very handy. Like very. I said, I I have like over two thousand comics on my phone. That yeah, you know how you know how hard that would be carrying on my backpack. No, of course. Don't, <laughs> well, you don't carry. You, you have some place to put your books. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know library, you know, right? library <laughs> bookshelves. Step your game up. Yeah, but I'm gonna carry like at least maybe twenty five or something <laughs> comics with me if I'm because I read a lot. So like if I got free oh, okay. time throughout the day, well, no, you yeah, know, see, like, you're, like you're gonna have to you choose. Do, yeah, you doing your job doing security. You'd be like, yo, son, I'm. I'm what yeah. do we do? Read this. Read when, that. when I go on my break, so I, I just that. read the, read the comics on my phone. Right. Yeah. Well, I feel that. So, like, they're a matter of, uh, of convenience, you know. Yeah. So treat them as such. But if like some books, you gotta you gotta touch them. You gotta. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like that's like reading like you know Kingdom Come yeah. by Alex Ross. You know what I mean? And Kurt Busiek. Well, you're gonna hate me. Way. You're gonna hate me because the first time I read it was digital. Ooh. Ooh. But but like I said, this is the thing with digital what? is the. <laughs> When you read them in digital, the HD on it is just—it looks so beautiful. It looks so amazing. That's what I love about it. I'm still browsing. No, it's okay. It's okay. Like I said, trying to get some more people. But yeah, like after after I read it digital, I did read it print, and there was like you know, there's always that difference. But like yeah, like I said, with digital, I just love because it's HD. You see the pages like Invincible, like I've told you before, just pops to me way more in the digital than in the print, even though it still pops. But digital is just like whoa. I feel you. Like if it's like I said, if I'm drawing something in Photoshop and it's like it's right off the screen yeah. to your screen, yeah. you getting the period, you you getting that raw uncut like crack. You know, it's, yeah. like, it's like yo, I'm gonna get you this coca. You know what yep. I mean? You get this cocaina. <laughs> it's like it, much. It, it, ain't, it ain't no baking soda in this side. <laughs> so it's just like here you go, and that's the mission. That's the mission. So it's like if you can do that, then amen. But uh, like I said, coming into a shop, picking the books up, it's just. I don't know. Like I said, and, until we're not allowed to print on paper no more, and everything yeah. is strictly a television set. <laughs> I'm buying comics. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, yeah, that, that's what's up with me. There's a little bit of sidestep left. Have you guys seen that or heard of that show, Black Mirror? No. Black, oh, 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 oh. oh I, uh, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Black Mirror. Yes. It's that new Netflix, Netflix show, right? One, yeah. It's, it's like, actually, it's actually, I guess it's been on it was, it was, it was on like, yeah. right, right, right. But Netflix, Netflix just picked it up and they um just, they just started uh, releasing their uh, versions of it or whatever, keeping it in continuity. Yeah, yeah. So like when you watch it on Netflix, the first one that pops up is from the new uh, I guess the third season, season, season. season three. right? Oh, that, that okay. they just did, but it's trippy. I, I equate it to like I just, a new. I, I just um, got through season one. Oh really? Yeah. Watch it. It's it's right. real intense. Right. It's like the new star. Uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but uh, it? but since it's from um, England or the UK, or whatever, had yeah. that UK twist on it or whatever, yeah. where like um. It could be starring any you know, a black person. You don't feel that oh he's the black person. It's just like this person's in trouble. Yeah, this something's going on in the world. It's freaky, and this is you know. Fifteen million marriages. Remember that episode? Oh, which one was that it's one? Where the guy? It's like future where everybody it lives in like uh, little cubicles yeah. with screens around them. Oh yeah, you yes, up, you yes, like yes, clock, yes, yes. Everyone gets on a right, the right, right, right. And it's like it's like it's a great vision for like. Electronic age, yeah. Where, you know, we have touch screens. Yeah, yeah you got everything. Digital. Yeah, but it's that just it's that perfect old school Asimov dystopian type of future where yeah. it's like even though everything's perfect, We're closer to the mic a little so we can hear <laughs> you. Or you guys recording? Yeah, right yeah, it's, yeah, it's a podcast. Cool. This, 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 this is what we're doing. We're recording podcasts awesome. in a comic shop, awesome. talking to people. Be in a podcast. <laughs> hey, what's, what's your name, man? Josh. Del. Josh. Nice to meet you. JJ. JJ. Nice to meet you, Del. 
Yeah. Right on, right on. It's yeah, awesome. it, like I said, that was a, a crazy episode also, too, because, like, dude was a... Uh, had so many credit points and chips or whatever, then he gave yeah. them away to somebody else. Right. And then it's like he felt that she betrayed him or something like that because she got caught up in the system. Really? So then he was like, I'm going to go get these credit points back so I can get uh, get the same opportunity and go see what happened with her. Yeah. yeah. And then when he gets there, he gets he gets corrupted by the same system and everything, so he yeah, can't yeah. hate on her. Yeah. Like, 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 he was, he was like, yo, what's the deal, yo? You know? Yeah. Because they're all trapped in their little cubicles. It's like they're force-fed only the information that's uh, given to them. Yeah. So to find out the truth about something, it's like you got to be prepared to do some extreme stuff, like ride this bicycle. Uh, kind of like to, saw to, shit. Well, I like, guess you got to so, do yeah. the extreme. Well, I've never seen that one. Well, yeah, probably. What was, yeah, saw was the guy who like kidnapped you and you yeah. had to do something extreme to get out of it, or else you died. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of yeah. what, what it is. Is and this is great. Mm-hmm. It's 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 the distillation of everything that we've inherited from the digital age. You know, yeah. Like, okay. so in the last five years, we have smartphones, yeah. wireless, yeah. Yeah. we have tablets, yeah. we have instant connection yeah. to the cloud, yeah. right? Yeah. And so in this world, everything that we that we take for granted is physical, like waking yeah. up, looking out the window, drinking orange juice, mm-hmm. getting food. Having That's freedom. That's all commodified, yeah. right? So you have to earn merits, which is, it's a weird okay. society where there's no yeah. money, there's no jobs, there's no, you know, any of that. It's right. Like you just earn direct credits and then you spend those credits on digital okay. things. Yes. Like credits to buy apples out of a vending machine. Yeah. Credits yeah. to, uh, you to know, skip commercials. To skip commercials. That's a big one. That right? was a big one. In the day of ad, ad agency. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, they kept blasting well, them with the like this, this raunchy porn. This, uh, this, 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 the, the funny yeah. thing is, you guys are talking about that. Like yesterday, I was watching They Live. Which uh, is one one of the movie. greatest like yeah, movies to me like that yes. you know John yes. Carpenter, yeah. uh, Roddy Roddy Piper, Roddy, Roddy Piper. Uh, Mama don't like no tattletale. Uh, <laughs> I came to what is it? I came to kick ass and chew bubble gum and I'm all out of bubble gum. Yes. It's like dude, some of the greatest like, but that that also gives you into that like the obey thing. You put on those glasses, glasses you and you saw reproduce, spend yeah. money, obey, do stuff that. like that. You can see the what they're yeah. marketing towards you. It's been that people have been talking about that for forever. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like, it's, forever. Like. And we just don't realize it as a society because all we want is our convenience. Yeah. Like, just give just me my fast. comic books on my phone so I can download them. And keep, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I honestly, I'm like, I'm I'm pooping and I'm buying comics right yeah, there. See, so it's like, and then I, I can mean, download. I it's mean, it's the instant gratification of like, I have it right you know there. I mean? In your cubicle pooping. Get it. Well, Dell, I mean? let me ask you, what comic would you recommend people to read? Oh, you know, I'm a little bit out of the loop right now. Saga it could be old. It could be old or new. Old or new. Suggest something. Step step closer to my game. Give me one. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to move something. Trying to move. No, no. I don't want to break my I've been telling people lately because I I grew up I grew up in the '80s with X Men. Yeah, my that was my was my entryway into it. And the benefit of X Men is that you have one writer for like 15 years. Yeah. So I definitely follow minds. Definitely minds that that can carry the story. And sometimes it's been artists that carry the story. Like for for a good long while, John Byrne kind of contributed and carried the story. Yeah. He did that with other titles. Alan Davis. So I I follow like Rick Remender's a great yeah yeah that's one guy. Gail Simone's great mind to follow. Yeah yeah. There's a couple there's a couple standouts. So whenever I see like a really good name that's attached to especially a great art team. Yeah. Like, Uncanny X-Force was hard to beat because you had... It was Jerome Opena and yeah, uh, yeah. Rick Remender. It was beautiful. And, and not only Opena, but uh, who's the colorist on that? Uh, I, I think... Uh, I think it was uh, I Dean White. Dean White. Yeah. So, so he did a lot to, like, mm. unify. There's different mm. artists that were jumping in, but Dean White did a great job of unifying mm, yeah. everything across mm. the entire series. So mm-hmm. I felt that was a very satisfying... 
I haven't, I haven't it, read yeah. a short series like that that was that satisfying since I would say Planetary. Ooh, really? That's the funny thing. This is this, this yeah. goes into my third hey, pick. Hey. My third pick of what to read is Planetary. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So you know, yeah. you 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 talk about it, then, you know. Yeah. 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 So what, what, what do you like about it? Like Wildstorm. Yeah. A book back in the day. Yeah. You know, John Cassidy on art. And, uh, John Cassie, Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis, yeah. Warren Ellis is a beast. Yes. Yep. He's a crazy. Yes. There crazy was only beast. 27 issues, I believe. Mm. Mm. Short, they were like, short they sweet. Were like, they were like, the, um, if they follow, say if I'm wrong, but they were like uh, Wildstorm's version of. Uh, I would say like Scooby Doo, but more like, like trippy kind of. Like, right. But they went, they yeah. went to different, they went to different uh, scenarios, pocket universes, yeah, yeah. handled crazy, obscure. Like totally forward-thinking, out-of-the-box characters and scenarios. It's Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis, right? He's <laughs> yeah. a beast like that. And then like uh, uh, John Cassidy's artwork is like on that realistic type, believable tip where it's like they're forcing this real yeah. world on you, and they're consistent enough Plus to make you be like, "It's trippy." Like we some, can believe you. Some of the art on there is just amazingly trippy. Like if you took acid or shrooms, you're like, "Whoa!" Right, dude. right, right. The concepts, the way of thinking, it was totally out the box. Yeah. So yeah. it's like. Um, so yeah, 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 man. Like, uh, tell us what you remember and talk about the the, uh, the book. People have been telling me to, to read it for years, and right. I caught a little bit late. Here's the thing: there's a weird thing that brought me in was uh, I had a uh, I was dating a girl who had a teenage son, mm. yeah. and he was reading Supreme Story of the Year. Mm. Okay, and okay. that was it. We're, what we're talking about is this era of comics where yeah. people are coming out of um, like you know the, the, the starting of Image yeah. and rebooting yeah. old archetypes. Like yeah. we had X Men rebooted like a couple times in Image. You yeah. Know, with, yeah. With, with Cyberforce, yes, Cats. yes, and then so this new generation of writers, you know, the the, the third wave of the UK writers, mm, whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. they started they started doing Mark that, uh, uh, you know, like Alan Moore. Mm-hmm. They, they started like digging through the crates in a sense, taking yeah. old yeah. Cool characters, and, and let's revisit these concepts and let's let's deal with them on like a plastic sense. It's yeah. not just yeah. like, give you a good story, obviously, give you great characters, but let's also like disseminate some things that have happened in comic history. So you get yeah. that in Story of the Year and Supreme. And then Warren Ellis like ups the ante. He's like, I'm gonna take all Fantastic Four. I'm gonna go back as far as like Doc Savage. Yeah. I'm gonna like, bring in all these things. Yes. And I'm gonna make stories about Ooh. them. And all these pocket universes that we're talking about yeah. are actually ages yeah. of Pulp Fiction, yeah. not just comics, but Pulp Fiction yeah. in general. And yeah. I thought that was excellent. And genius. Great. genius, genius, yeah. genius, genius. Definitely genius. The uh, the characters that they had as the main characters to follow to. Yeah, I like that they. Uh, were original but believable. Like, and I'm a superhero head. I like mm-hmm. superhero books. Put a cape on it and iron on his chest. Yeah. I'm good. But it's like those characters were like, they had a, a coolness about them, a swag. Like they're secret agents. Like they're, yeah. you know, like 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 we we dress in leather, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the yeah. one dude being the drummer having drumsticks and that he, he could tap out. Yeah, um, yeah, I like that. What was his? But he could tap in using drumsticks. His name was like Trip Information System. Information Trip yeah. something. Yeah. It was his name, right? Yeah. yeah and then like a uh, homegirl's name began with a V, and she was dressed uh, dressed all in black leather and everything. She yeah. was like super strong, fast. She was like the, the brawler in the group. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like uh, I want to say the black dude who dressed all in white. No, the white dude. Snow. Yeah. Snow. All in one. And you find it was uh, like, I remember the storyline where it was like a bunch of those uh, different versions of Snow. Yeah. But they were different races or different, you know, different, yeah, different, yeah, different yeah, ones. Yeah. There the black one dressed, and they all dressed in white. Yeah. All in white. Pure white. Yeah. And so, like, when they, and they were doing, like, uh, I think he was coming to the end of a life cycle or he, he, he passed away, and they were coming to see all the ones from the different uh, versions of him. Yeah. Different realities came to visit him at that moment. Yeah. And um, just to see, just to witness it. It was great. Yeah. It's like the stories that, they, that he told, the way they did it was just so. So different. I was like, yeah, it's out yeah. the box. It's like, it's like, it's yeah. like, it's, it was relevant, 
but it was things that you wouldn't expect. It wasn't traditional. It's yeah, yeah, typical it's, like like I'm gonna go punch this dude. Especially when it came out, it was like. A trip to me, like, cause it was like it was Wildstorm. Yeah, it was. It was Wildstorm put a lot of books out that was like the same, you know, ahead of the curve. It's the same as like when I read Preacher. I was like, what the fuck am yeah. I reading? Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah, you can Definitely. you can go left and right, sideways, up, down. You can go anywhere. I was like, that's you know. It's the same thing with, with Planetary. I was like, yeah. whoa, dude, like. Yeah. What, the, what are you smoking? Because I need some of that so I can create some of this shit too. Right? Yeah. He just on that tip. Like I said, I'm oh, like, yeah, I've worked on some of his stories before. I remember when he was drawing or uh, writing DV8. Uh, which was the spinoff of Gen 13. Yeah. And it was supposed to be like Gen 13 was like a teenage superheroes in La Jolla, mm-hmm. California, okay. back in the day, in the 90s and everything, just trying to like uh, survive and be teenagers with yeah. superpowers and people wanting them to, to manipulate them. Yeah. So DV8 was supposed to be like the bad guy versions of them. Okay. So, so imagine written by Warren Ellis, and it's like uh, yeah. you have these characters who are like you know being manipulated and yeah. lied to and, and, and forced to do things or whatever, but this is trying to be teenagers too. Yeah, yeah, so it's like you get the bad version of them and the good version of them, and they're both relevant. It's, it's just but like I'm following them evil. It's, yeah. ki- it's kind of like Avengers Arena before that happened, like yeah. a decade before they happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. definitely some visionaries. Like there's some things that happened. Like like the Authority was coming out like right oh. before Ultimates came out, yeah. and it's the same. Like we love Ultimates uh. because it's all in the movies now, yeah. right? Yeah. But they were already doing it with the Authority. Yeah. yeah. And they started that back in Stormwatch. Stormwatch. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> High five. High five. I'm like you. You. I could talk to you. You. You are my Era. Oh, thanks for making me feel like crap now, <laughs> Good, JJ. Feel that way. You step your game up. <laughs> All right, guys. That's the end of episode 12, part one. Uh, stay tuned next week for part two. All right. Thanks for listening, guys.